not just you talking to us generally and publicly. We pray, O God, that address our exclusive and individual situations. That our life will never be the same. Somebody shout, Amen. Amen. Yes, last week we started the journey. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah chapter 4. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 to 10. And I want you to know that God will talk to you today. Amen. There is a level of exclusiveness. And that God has got a way to come to you directly. And there are times that in messages may belong to certain people, but this one, I believe that all of us are inclusive. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse... 4 to 10, this was coming from Jeremiah. He said, the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too long. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. He said, do not be afraid of them for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched me and touched my mouth. And said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Amen. I want to mention some of the subject part two of you are born for a purpose. Tell your neighbor you are born for a purpose. Uh, if you've not listened to the part one, please try and do so. I want to be a bit, otherwise I will be repeating myself a lot. So I want you to understand that uh, purpose is the reason for something existing or so, the reason for which something has been created. So if you are existing, it means there is a reason for you being alive. Praise the Lord. And as you come to the place of awareness, that I am born for a purpose, then you can live your life in fulfilling that purpose. Praise the Lord. For the fact that you are born for a purpose, that doesn't mean that you'll be able to live the, for the purpose for which you were born. There are things you need to know, and that will prepare you to a place of manifesting your purpose. Amen. I told you, I'll be talking more. Uh, I'm not going back to it, but I want you to understand that I like it when uh, Robert... Brian said that the purpose of life is a life of purpose. So you are not just born. You are not just being created. There is a purpose for which God created you. Can I hear a bigger amen? 
Now, I want you to understand in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he said that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And I told you that the word formed means shape. Before I shaped you, I knew you. It means that he's not doing something in ignorance. He's doing something or he's molding and creating you with a mentality that there is an assignment for you. Praise the Lord. So for some of us who were born, I, when I was born, I was the first born of my mom. So at the end of the day, when she gave birth to me, she started uh, wiping the back of my ear. And you could see that when I was very young and I was in school, most of my friends were laughing at me that I have a, I have a big ear, sort of. And it doesn't really bother me because at the end of the day, when God created me, he created me with that in mind. Praise the Lord. So it doesn't matter what deficiency you have got or anything in your body. That could be like a deformity or whatever it is. I want you to know that he knew you before he shaped you. Which means that he knew where you, your, your predestination is going to be. The Bible said to whom that he called, he predestined. And for you to know that you are at a position where your life is not just done or created abundantly without an intent. God created you for a purpose. And I use an illustration that it doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter their perception about you. You have been created for a purpose. Tell your neighbor, I'm born for a purpose. Before I shaped you in the womb, because you didn't know yourself until you were formed in your womb. Because man couldn't detest. Man couldn't come to a place of awareness. I was talking to a lady who was pregnant yesterday, and I, uh, I think last week, and I said, do you know the sex of the baby? He said, ah, yes, I know the sex of the baby. And before men could say it is a boy or a girl, for them to determine what is even there, he's saying, I should tell you that before you were shaped in your mother's womb, he knew you. Praise the Lord. If you don't have, when I came to the place of awareness about this particular truth, it is not a fact, it is a truth. Because the truth has set me free. And every now and then I find a reason why I cannot succeed. I find a reason why I will not be able to get and attain what God said I will attain. Because I looked down upon myself and I accepted the standard men created around me to believe that I cannot achieve that which God told me I will become. Because men define the standard of attaining what God said it will be achieved. But I want you to understand that if it was the standard was not set by men, then men cannot set the standard in achieving it. I thought you would say a bigger amen. He said, before I formed you, I knew you. It means before I was formed, he knew that as part of the plan of my, my purpose, in achieving my purpose, he knew I would come to the United Kingdom. When my mom gave birth to me, and that is why Jesus was born in the manger, but his purpose was beyond the manger. And when he came to the place of awareness and understanding that I am bigger than the manger, he came to a place of accomplishing his purpose. Praise the Lord. You look at your life and you know what God is saying about you. And all you are saying is that I don't have the qualification I need. I don't have the contact around me. I don't know anybody here. When I came to the UK, when God told me I have an intent for you. And he told me that this is the reason why I brought you to the UK. Nothing could contest with that purpose. But something will fight it when you don't. Something will fight and win it when you don't know who you are. But you will discover the purpose of God for your life. Whatever the Lord made your purpose to be, 
I want you to know that he knew you before you were forming your mother's room. Amen. Before you were born, he said, I set you apart. That even makes it more powerful. Praise the Lord. It means that, meaning you were consecrated. Consecrated means uh, having been made and declared sacred. What does it mean? When God called you or when God assigned you or created you, he wants you to know that he qualified you even in your disqualification. The Bible said the stone that the builders rejected became what? The cornerstone. So who determines whether it is useful or not? It is the maker. And when you come to the place of discovery, that no deficiency in my life will be able to override what God has created for me. It doesn't matter what your situation is. You can be in the purpose of God. Let whatever want to fight you, fight you. But you will win at the end of the day. I'm born for a purpose. He knew me. Come on, say he knows me. He calls me by my name. In the midst of many people, he calls me by my name. Do you know how beautiful it is? He calls me by my name. Before you were born, he knew you by your name. He said, Jeremiah, I want you to know that before I formed you, before I shaped you, I know you. <laughs> the problem is that you don't want to believe what God is saying about you. That is why it cannot come to pass. You must come to the place of acceptance. That this is what my purpose is. And I told you last week that when you begin to use a washing machine to cook your rice, that you will know how useless it is. Praise the Lord. But when you begin to use the washing machine for the purpose for which it was intended, then your life becomes beautiful. The problem is that you've placed your hands in the, in, the, in, the, in the midst of people who want to redefine your purpose. And the more you want to behave like a lion cannot behave like a monkey. Anytime a lion begins to behave like a monkey, he will die before his time. Define. There's no your purpose. Praise the Lord. In First Peter chapter, chapter 2, verse 9 to 10, it said, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should share forth the praise of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous lies, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. It changes the whole story. Praise the Lord. The word peculiar means idiosyncratic. It is particular. He has called you out of what? Mercy. I've already spoken about mercy in the last three weeks. And the message of God is what is opening door for somebody. I want you to know that you are chosen. Why am I chosen? I'm chosen to, to bring forth, to show forth the praises 
of him who has called me. If you get to any place where you are going to be intimidated or where you are being intimidated or where you are being tormented, you must come to the place to know that I must give praise to God. Whatever happens in my life must have the characteristics of praising God. So I believe that whatever fights me will come to a point where I will overcome it. Whatever try to... Whatever try to contest with me, I cannot be contested with. I have been born peculiar and I've been born unique. It doesn't matter what men say about me. I know my purpose and I will walk in the purpose. My strength is not outside my purpose. My strength is in my purpose. If I know my purpose, then no weapon that fashion against me shall prosper because I am standing in the place of my purpose. Many people in internet have tried their best. Whatever they want to do, they have done it. But as far as I find myself in the purpose of God, then it doesn't matter what men are saying and how they are saying, it doesn't matter who is coming against me. If God be for me, who can be against me? It doesn't matter whether you think I'm young, whether you think I'm, I'm, I'm so ignorant, but he chose me. Haven't you ever realized that you see a gentleman walking with a wife and people who look at them and he wonder why the wife chose him or maybe why the husband chose him? It doesn't really matter. He chose me. And by the time he finishes with me, you will know the reason why he chose me. And you will see that you are more disqualified than me because he chose me. Hallelujah. In John chapter 15 verse 6, he said, ye have not chosen me. Please, when he speaks to you and tells you your purpose, you have not chosen that purpose. He chose it and gave it to you because he is a God who is a mission. He's all-knowing. What makes you think that your limited knowledge, your limited knowledge is enough to disqualify you from what the one who is a mission he knows all things what makes you think that you are more disqualified when the one who knows you more than you know yourself hallelujah he said i ordain you in first in john chapter 15 verse 6 he said ye have not chosen me but i have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you will ask the Father in my name, he will do it. So when you walk in purpose, listen. I said your safety is in your purpose. Say to your neighbor, my safety is in my purpose. Hallelujah. The reason why Goliath couldn't kill David was that he was purposefully sent to that place. He couldn't die Goliath couldn't kill him, regardless of his stature. He couldn't kill him because he was walking in his purpose. Number one. Number two, your provision is in your purpose. When you identify your purpose, God will supply your needs according to his riches in in glory in Christ Jesus. Identify your purpose in your life will will be distinguished. Praise the Lord. He said that when you walk in your purpose... In the, pep, in the intent I chose you, if you walk in it, it says, whatever you ask my father in my name, I would do it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Sometimes the word of God becomes like a theoretical word. But it is a prag. It's not just a, uh, 
an idealist word it is a pragmatic word it is a word we use praise the lord it, people try to suppress me people try to fight me it doesn't matter what you do if you put me in a place where there is no way do you know what he will do he will make a way where there seems to be no way the problem you have is that you don't know the purpose for which God has called you. But today you will walk in that purpose. Praise the Lord. It's a set apart means you are. <laughs> this is what I want you to know. Listen to this verse. When you are set apart, it means that you are indisputable. You are incontestable. You are indomitable. It means that nobody can dominate you. Nobody can impose things on you. It means that you are unstoppable. It means that you are untouchable. It means you are unbeatable. It means you are undeniable. It means you are unquestion, unquestionable. It means you are un, incontrovertible. It means that you cannot... Be, what does it mean? It means impossible to doubt because of being what? Obviously true. The problem is that you don't know who you are. You don't know that you have been created for a purpose. Nobody can question you because he set you apart. You are in Ukraine for a reason. You are in that marriage for a reason. Walk in that strength of that purpose and see whether God will not come to your aid. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me now soak it down here. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 6 to 8. Is that Allah's sovereign Lord. I said I do not know how to all speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me. Do not say I am too young. But you must. Okay. Now listen to me. For the fact that he knew you before he created you. Listen. This is so powerful. For the fact that he knew you before he formed you or shaped you. It doesn't mean that he has sufficiently done everything you need. Praise the Lord. If he has given me everything I need, then it presupposes that I don't need him. But Jeremiah, God, I'm te- Jeremiah, God is saying to Jeremiah, I knew you and I formed you and I've set you apart. But I want you to know that there are things that are deficient in your life that you need to connect with me still to maintain those things to be achieved. Praise the Lord. And that is what I like so much that ne- Jeremiah understood that principle. Even though God, how can God form Nehemiah? And yes, sir, he has got a deficiency. That deficiency is to let you know that you are limited because you are man. But the more you connect to the source, the maker of that purpose, the maker of your life, he will come to your rescue and he will turn your weeping into dancing. Why? Because you are connected to him. As we start aligning our life to the purpose of God, he can cause our weakness to become our strength. Relating to every, everywhere and any person I'm talking about. I want you to understand when you begin to discover that purpose, the purpose of God will bring you to a place of receiving what is yours. In John chapter 15 verse 4, the Bible said, I want you to know this. 
that I have created you, but yes, even though I've created you with an intent, there are certain things you have not obtained at the place of creation. Let me break it down. When you bought certain items, most items, they don't put the battery in. Do they put the battery in? They don't put the battery in. That doesn't mean that you don't need a battery. But as long as you pay the price of connecting with the maker of the product, he will give you the war, the battery. And one thing about the battery is that it is not everlasting. It means that it is limited according to its lifespan. But if you remain to the main, what do you call it? The manual. And you stick to the manual, there are things you need that occasionally they will go down and you need to put them back. So you must always get connected to the wall. To the manual. Because the item is ready to be used, it doesn't mean it doesn't need a battery. Your charging is the connection you have with God. In John chapter 15 verse 4, it said that abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine, never the less can you, unless you have all, you abide in me. Your strength and the beauty of what you are standing for is based on your abiding in the Lord. I like it when the Bible uses expression. Let me use this word. In the, in the NIV, the Bible said that remain in me. As I also want, remain in you. Your purpose will come to pass when you remain in God. There are places you will get to and you will realize that you don't have what it takes to move forward. But when you remain in the purpose of God, he will, he will come to your aid and he will strengthen you in your time of difficulty. He said that even though a young lion may, may, may be weak, he said, but they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagle. He said they will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. You have been created to succeed. Maybe when you met me, you met me at my days and in the days of my low state. But he said that, ah, he said, though my beginning may be small, yet when I remain in the purpose of God, my latter shall be greater. Because he that is starting with me, he's got an ability to extend his supernatural power in my deficiency. That is why when God told you, you are going to become this. You despise it. Immediately you despise it. You kill the, the, the strength of the potency of that which is going to elevate you from the place of nothingness or something else. It got to a point in this ministry when I hear a phone call from members. I begin to cry. I, I begin to panic. I begin to worry. Because what are they going to say? Because in the past time, when they call me, all they say, I'm leaving the church. But until I came to a place where I began to understand that it doesn't matter how well I treat the members of the church, if I will abide and remain in the God who called me into the work, when they go, they will find their way back because I am connected to the purpose. Most of you, when you find delight in your purpose, you leave the maker of that purpose. There are things that the maker will put right in front of you and you cannot behold it. There are things that God will put right at before you and you cannot see it. There are things that are so peculiar, important, that will go through your ears that you will not factor them 
as anything you have heard. The Bible said the gospel that we preach to them that are perishing. When they, they hear, no, no, you don't understand. They hear the same thing. When they hear it, it goes through their mind, their, their ear, and it becomes foolishness. The same thing you are hearing, that made you succeed in your life. Other people who have not been privileged enough will hear the same thing, but it becomes foolishness. But unto us who have been saved is the power unto our salvation. You go to school, oh, you, have, you have no idea. You went to school and certain people in primary school are better than you. And you conclude that nothing good will come out of you. You went to school and maybe you were not good in mass at the stage when you started. There are certain people when they run, the more they are about to finish, that is when their strength comes. Because their strength is renewed like a young lion. Praise the Lord. I told you many years ago when my head teacher told me I will amount to nothing. I've not discovered my purpose at that time. But when I discovered that I am beyond what men can say. I am beyond what they say and conclude about me. They can conclude about me. But later when they come to the place of recognition. There was a man in the Bible. The Bible said that when Jesus healed him. Many stood apart. And they said it, it, look, it, it, it is not him. Others said he looked like him. And the Bible said he opens his mouth and said. I am walking in purpose. It is me. Unless the Lord touch, the Bible said, unless the Lord touch the mouth of Jeremiah, he wouldn't be able to do what he said he would do. Not only must we allow him to touch our mouth, but also allow him to put his word in our mouth. Not only are we allowing him to touch his passion, the intent of his touching our lips is to put his word in our mouth. So when we allow him to touch us, we should also allow him to put his word in our mouth. Praise the Lord. That is why I like it so much when I saw the book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It said, this book of the Lord shall not depart from you, your mouth. It said, but you shall meditate upon it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, come on say for then, you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good sources. Hallelujah. When God called Je when God called Joshua, he had a deficiency. Your deficiency is a sign that you need a supreme God in your life. You need him. You will not survive without him. I spoke about the fact that there are things that will be so obvious before you, but you cannot see it because they are mysterious. They are hidden as a mystery. Praise the Lord. They are things that will be close to you. The Bible said the mother of, 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 uh, of Ishmael. The Bible said the baby cried so much that he separated the baby from herself. And the Bible said that she could not find water. When a man cannot find water, it is enough maybe. But when a woman cannot find water for the, do for the son or, the or daughter, it is a sign that absolutely there is no water. But the Bible said that when God said, look on your left, it was so obvious that it disappeared. There are things around you that when you connect to the source, when you abide in God, he will make your crooked path become straight. He will renew your strength. Hallelujah. 
begin to understand that you are born for a purpose. And everywhere you are, when you remain in that purpose, the glory of God will shine upon your life. You are unquestionable, undeniable, irrefusable because you are walking in your word, in your purpose. If you take the water from the fish, the water becomes useless. The fish becomes useless. But if you, the Bible said that at the sense of water, when a plant is dying, when it smells at the smell of, at the sense of water, it will germinate. You have to locate your word, your purpose. Hallelujah. Everything is working for your good because you are working in a purpose. The Bible said, all things work together for good for them that are called according to all. His purpose. If you walk in that purpose, all things will work for your good. It doesn't matter what men have said. It will work together for your good. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you have to speak to some of the women. Sometimes, oh, you don't understand this. Sometimes, they cook and they are expecting the, cook, the food to taste a certain way. And they added something too much. And they thought it was over with them. And guess what? It was, there was there's an invite. The husband had invited somebody to come and eat. And they, they put something in too much. And before they tasted the food, they thought it would not taste nice. But before they realized, it has become another recipe. Because God made all things work together for good. Because he has chosen you for what? A purpose. <laughs> Your CV doesn't need to look good before you are employed. If it is in the purpose of God. and do, Sometimes you do, do your part. And leave God to do the rest. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. 20. Listen, listen to me. Look, you think you need somebody. You need a human connection. You think you are lacking something. You think you are not good enough. You are not fluent. You are not, you are not articulating. You, you are not. You, don't look at yourself from a place of deficiency. Walk in your purpose. And God will make sure that whatever deficiencies in your life, he will replenish it for you. He said, and we know all things work together for good. For them, not all. For them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. They have a tag on them. And that tag is a purposeful tag. And no matter what comes against them. We know. We know. We know. It's a conclusion. The conclusion of the matter is settled. It's a for whom he foreknew. He also predestined. To conform to the image of the son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover whom he did predestined he also called and whom he called he also justified and whom he justified he also glorified i say god is bringing you to the place of glorification for for is it is it what shall we then say to these things if god be for us <laughs> if god be for us what can be against us. What can be against? Look at me. Recently, look at me. Uh, you 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 need to, you need to understand this. 
Look at me. Recently, I was doing something, and I was just told that whatever I'm doing is coming to an end. And I, I was getting a bit concerned about it, and God brought my mind to this revelation. He's saying that, do you understand when God said, I will go before you and make the crooked path straight? It means that you will lack nothing. You will lack nothing. You, if you understand this, you will lack nothing. Praise the Lord. What you need to understand is that the reason why that man who is a good husband came into your life is because you are working in that purpose. Let me see how I can break. I need to get on about something here. It is your purpose. It is your purpose that attract good things. It is not good things that attract your purpose. So if you are in the purpose of God and something good came on your way, and now it is no more, get ready to know that as long as you remain in that purpose, another good thing will come. As we are looking for a place of worship, the more I see the necessity that is necessitating me to look for a place of worship, that we will come to that place of fullness. The more I see the necessity of it, the more I want to get into my purpose. And when I get into my purpose, he said, wait for it. And when you walk in that purpose, he said, it will not delay. It will not tarry. It shall come to pass according to the prescribed time. Praise God. Sometimes we don't understand it. When a woman is, listen, when a woman is pregnant, eh, and it's not time for her to deliver, if you, try to, if you try to force her to push the baby, you can kill the baby and kill your, the mother. Okay? But when they give her her delivery time, and that time, because they, because they are not so certain, they are not God, so they give you a, a range of time. When that time comes, her nose begin to work together to make sure that baby come. Her ear, her nose, every part of her body begin to align to make that purpose of the baby to be delivered. What it means is that when your time comes, even your enemies, they have no right over you. They will align themselves and make sure that things come to pass. My Bible said that when, when Lazarus died, um, there was maggot in, her, in his body. There were things rotten. He's stinking. But when Jesus said, come forth, um, even the stinking and the maggot uh, had to work together to make sure that what God said is coming to pass. Uh, I prophesy upon somebody under the sound of my voice uh, that you identify your purpose. And as you then identify your purpose, you will walk in the strength of the God who called you into that purpose. I don't have time here. God is a God of purpose. He does nothing without his purpose. He does nothing without his purpose, which means that he doesn't create anything for anything for nothing reason. He created it for a purpose. You and I are created by God's intention praise the lord your purpose was predestined before you were born your purpose <laughs> predates you and it evolves you to discover it we must resolve to live a life of purpose as that is the key to making 
our life count. Amen. Uh, I thought I would be able to look at what look at what David said. Look at what David said. This purpose thing eh, is a revelation. Let me have some 100 and 133, 139, verse 13 to 18. Look at what David said. He said, You made all the delicate inner part of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Do you see what I'm saying? It means that God cannot make a mistake with you. In Job, Job also came to the same revelation. He said, the spirit of the Lord has molded me and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. You must know that he has formed you for a purpose. He said, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in the altar seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me? Oh God, they cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. He said, they outcount the grain of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. You must come to the place to know that I am not succeeding because I am succeeding. I am succeeding because I'm walking in his purpose. Praise the Lord. I was, let me end it with this. Next week, I will talk about the things you do and where you start with your purpose. I will, I will tell you some few things, but let me just, I was thinking this week and now last week, and I was, something was just breaking through my mind. I was saying to myself, what is the difference between purpose and responsibility? What is the difference between purpose and responsibility? Okay. Purpose is an object to be reached. A target. A name. A goal. Whilst responsibility is the state of being responsible, accountable, and answerable. Praise the Lord. So your purpose, let me say this. Responsibility is a very heavy burden one must place upon him or herself in the place of achieving your target. If you want to, if you want to be purpose-driven, then you have to lay responsibility on yourself. It's a necessity has been necessitated on me. That's what Paul said. I want you to, you place a necessity, a responsibility that place you under accountability. I can't live my life anyhow. I can't mingle with certain people because I have a purpose and I've assigned a, a, a responsibility on myself. Praise the Lord. Purpose must produce endurance. For it to become achieved. Purpose must achieve, must do all, must produce an enduring capacity. Purpose must produce discipline for it to be achieved. 
It said, our purpose in life is demonstrated by discipline. If I want to see how purposeful you are, I will determine that from how disciplined you are. A dis, a di, somebody who is indisciplined is a sign that he's purposeless. Purpose defines res, our responsibility. It is purpose that defines my responsibility. The reason why I choose to sit on this seat and, and assign my body, my soul, my being in this seat is because of my purpose. Jesus went into the temple, not because he wants to be there, because his purpose is for him to walk in that step. And he assigned the responsibility on him to walk into that place. Hallelujah. Purpose must humble you. Your purpose must humble you. It was the purpose of God that humbled Jesus before John the Baptist. If you have a purpose, how humble you are, the higher height you want to go, determine. He said that Humble yourself before the mighty Lord and he will lift you up at the right time. If your purpose as a wife, as a husband, I want to see that demonstrated by humbleness. How humble are you? Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I am away, Lord, have your way in me. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you. Every moment I am awake, Lord, have your way in me. You want to stand your feet? Give me F, F. Thank you, Father. You want to pray and say, Father, help me. I want to walk in your purpose. In every part of my life that is deficient of your purpose, Lord, give me strength. Give me strength. Thank you, Father. We pray today for your grace. Begin to pray. Say, Father, help me to walk in my purpose. Whatever you have given birth to me, whatever you have called me to be, Father, give me the strength. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray for yourself. Begin to pray for yourself. You need the strength of God. Begin to pray. Begin to 